Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A prestigious college in a small town on the American East Coast. A former monastery turned into a Christian dormitory. Male and female students inhabiting separate houses. It should be the safest place to get your education, were it not for the fact that some students are true monsters. Join Becker playing Kylie, Jorin playing Morgana, and Monica playing Sam and Fuck Mary Kill, a Monster Hearts 2 game run by Tillman. Come join our Discord chat and please consider supporting Twin Cities by Night on Patreon. And let's go over to Sam. So you are past your second shower. I'm wondering, with your acute sense of smell, do you still smell uh, Kylie on you? Uh, Sam would probably still be able to smell the oils from her skin on his, but under all the layers of the things he bathes with. He tries to shower with scent-neutral things or soft scents like uh, chamomile or oatmeal, things like that, but he can definitely still smell her particularly like on his hands is that like a defensive maneuver what do you mean so he seems very concerned with his hygiene well um, i figure that's because he because he can smell so much of other people he's very self-conscious about how others may perceive him even if they don't have the same sense enhancements that he does how does his sense of smell affect him emotionally Like, okay, he um, he tries to cover up his own smell very well, but like he's very sensitive to how Morgana smells to him, for example. How much does that affect him? He definitely struggles with the inner beast, so to speak, because in his eyes, this is something that he was cursed with. It wasn't his choice. It is what it is, and it's something he has to live with, but... He puts so much work into himself, into seeming like he's got everything figured out and that he's a high society kind of guy. And when he gets pulled back down by such basic instincts, so to speak, it just pisses him off. And then again, that rage being also a basic instinct, it kind of becomes a cycle that he has to break, which is why he tries to avoid certain triggers just so that he doesn't end up losing himself. So is that rage usually focused inward? Um, yes, definitely inward. At himself then? Yes. And he's probably ashamed of showing it ever. Yes, anytime he gets angry or, you know, he loses control in any way, he, he's basically his own worst, worst critic. And someone like Kylie would probably know that about him. He, when Morgana encountered him outside and he saw that animal's body, And she saw it. He immediately went into the defensive. Like, it wasn't me. You know, like, he just, he's very sensitive about someone thinking that he's just a mere beast. So how do you feel then about this whole thing with Lydia? On the one hand, he knows he's the only one that could get the job done safely if she is indeed not human. And he doesn't mind using his abilities when it gives him praise. So if Kyla needs him to sniff something out, He kind of wears that as a badge of pride that he can serve someone like that. But it only becomes a problem when he can't control it. So he's totally fine doing this for, for the girls. Right. So you got all cleaned up. You got your hair done. <laughs> What are you wearing then today? 
Samuel's probably wearing a seafoam green button down with a pair of jeans and some very, very clean dress shoes. He likes wearing uh, certain kinds, certain shades of soft blues and greens because he, you know, he feels you really bring out his eyes and girls definitely go gaga for the blue eyes. And if he has any chance of wooing this girl in any way, he needs all the help he can get. Okay, so what's your battle plan? His plan is to first find her. And if she really is not who she claims to be, then maybe she doesn't know about Sam's condition right now where everyone thinks he's kind of a jerk. He can kind of slip in through the angle of, well, you know, there was this big, you know, kind of snafu down at the party last night with Alessandro. Some people think he was drugging girls. He was injured. Did you hear about that? Did you have any of those drinks? He could kind of come off like a concerned guy, not only for her well-being, but also, you know, for the entirety of the student council, you know, everyone's got to know what happened. And if she saw anything, she should report it, that sort of thing. A concerned citizen from the neighborhood. Yes. I assume you are walking towards the women's part of the dormitory. Yes, that's correct. So you enter the hallway. Currently, it's kind of dead. You are past the usual lunch times. You hear some of the general noises around you. People watching videos or TV or whatever, or listening to music. This part of the dorm definitely assaults your sensitive nose much more than the men's area. So maybe you're kind of in luck that this dormitory keeps men and women separate. You do still get that delicious scent from Morgana's room, covered up with all the incense that she keeps using. You get Kylie's typical smell and Mixture of perfumes, of course, very high quality. And you pick up a weird kind of musky, but also sweet smell and tracing it down. You believe it comes from Lydia's room. Quick question. Since Sam is in the girl's dormitory, does he happen to see someone leaving that note under Morgana's door? Hmm. Is there a luck roll? <laughs> but I don't think you would see it, no. All right. In that case, Sam's just going to walk in. He's very full of himself, so he doesn't at all feel out of place, you know, like 500 women versus him sort of thing. So he's walking by, just minding his own business. He kind of stops for a second at Kylie's door and very nonchalantly kind of takes a whiff just to make sure that things in there are okay. Then he walks past, you know, towards Morgana's door. He he stops there and he kind of feels himself slipping away, just getting kind of intoxicated by all the smells of the incense and the candles. But he pulls, you know, he pulls himself together. He tries to just hold his breath as he keeps walking. And he literally starts to kind of sniff out Lydia's door. I don't know how, if this was decided, but in, in most dorms, at least girl dorms, they have their names and stuff on the doors or the whiteboards, things like that. So if once he sees her name, he's just going to take a quick scent, you know, quick uh, smell of her scent to make sure she's actually inside. And then he's going to knock softly. Yeah, this newer dormitory, there's actually like a, a name tag on the wall with the room number. And yeah, you do believe someone is inside. You hear some soft movement in there and you knock uh, and there's a short pause. Until the door uh, opens, like about a third of the way. And you do see 
this small woman in front of you. She still appears to be wearing the same, I believe it's it's a hijab, yes. It's dark red. It's got like um, ornaments around it. It actually fits her quite well. It works very well, especially the color with her slightly darker skin and her really dark eyes and strong eyebrows. And yeah, she looks at you like questioningly with a soft smile. Hi, Lydia. Sam, and he points at himself. Sam Beckinsale, I know you've heard of me. Just wanted to see how you were doing. I kind of saw you yesterday briefly. Didn't see you at the Halloween party, but, you know, maybe that's not your scene. I don't know. Just kind of curious, though. I've been knocking door to door, asking people who were on campus last night. There was a, a bit of a problem down at the basement when we were having the party with Alessandro. Did you happen to spend any time with him yesterday? Uh, Alessandro? No, I, I did not. You didn't see him at all? And he kind of puts his hand on the door frame and just leans in a little, trying to look really casual. Uh, no, I, I didn't really spend much time downstairs. I was outside a lot. Uh, and then later when the party ended, I had already gone back to my room. So I saw the the ambulance came and the police, but I wasn't involved with that at all. Oh, I, I sorry. I'm not here to, you know, sort of imply that you were. I know you keep your nose clean of, you know, such things. It's just that uh, he, well, some girls were alleging that he was spiking the drinks at the party. And of course, you know, we take that sort of thing really seriously around here. And, you know, being that uh, you don't really seem to hang out with a lot of the other girls, I just didn't know if you had anything to report. You know, if maybe, I don't know if you attended the party or if you were just down there to help set up. But if you drank anything and, you know, you didn't feel well overnight, you should definitely report it to Jamie. Is that something that the men here usually do? Spike drinks? No, no, no. Absolutely not. I mean, this is the first I've ever heard of it. But, you know, there's strong evidence to suggest that maybe he was doing something he shouldn't. And the reason the ambulances were here, it's <laughs> kind of a funny story. One of the girls kind of went after him for it and he got stabbed in the arm. I know that sounds really crazy. Don't worry. The campus is totally safe. It, it was handled immediately. But Obviously, girls, girls stick with girls. I, of course, believe all victims, me too and all that, but um, just wanted to see that you were okay because I've been going around and nobody really heard from you yesterday. It just seems that nobody could place you anywhere. So I was concerned that maybe you had passed out somewhere and that's why nobody could find you. Well, okay, it sounds like he got what he deserved and she gives like a... A menacing smile in a way. I had a call with my family back home, so I disappeared for a little bit. We had kind of a disagreement, but I would say it's figured out. And then I just spent some time with Antoine and sat here in my room. Oh, okay. So you were with Antoine. Okay. That explains why nobody could find you. All right. Well, I'm glad to see that you're safe. And he's going to reach out pull out his wallet and he has, you know, a business card that he gives to places where he plays. He's going to just, you know, flip it over in his hand real smoothly and just 
hand it to her with two fingers and say, look, uh, here's my number. Don't go giving it out. It's very exclusive. But if anything happens, if you see anything shady, if you hear any girls talking about being drugged or anything, will you let me know? You know, I'm kind of trying to keep things under wraps. I know if people run to the RAs or if the dean finds out, it's going to be a thing. And obviously, I want to see justice get served here. So if there's anything that we students can do against this injustice, I want you to know I'm here for you. And as he hands her the card, he'll also lean in and give her a strong pat on the back. And then he'll hold her shoulder just to see how she handles being touched by a man. Interesting. <laughs> you want to throw for lash out physically, I'm joking. Uh, she doesn't flinch away. Uh, she looks at you. Well, you're probably going to call me crazy, but I believe there's a an evil sorceress in this dormitory. A, 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 a what now? And that kind of has Sam, that throws him completely off his game. He didn't think that's where this was going to go. Uh, a sorceress? Like a, like a voodoo person, you mean? Yeah, a witch of sorts. What makes you think there's a, a witch? Uh, hard to explain. Uh, she opens the door to her room a little bit more. And you can see she used like charcoal to draw like a magic circle and a pentagram on the floor. And there are red candles around. Yeah, I mean, I believe I caught her using rituals to like spy on me. So you mean somebody broke into your room and did that on your floor? No, no, no. Uh, I'm using counter magic now. That raises a red flag in Sam's mind because this girl has been a very proud and humble Muslim woman. And all of a sudden she's talking about magic and counter magic. So he nods softly. He says, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't know anything about that sort of thing. You know, it's just my family's never really been religious of uh, any denomination. So... Uh, so what what does what does that all mean? So Lydia leans into you a little bit into your arm and looks up to you. Sam, you have something special about you. You're much stronger than the other men around here. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I do lift, I do curls, work out my back too. You know, people don't really think that music is hard work, but you try lifting a violin for a while, a cello. It takes a lot of upper body strength. It's nice to be noticed, though. No, I mean, you take nightly strolls through the woods. And with that, the smile off his face it just kind of falls and he goes, I'm not quite sure what you're getting at. I know of your true nature, Sam. It's okay. And who exactly are you then? Because Lydia would never dabble in this kind of stuff. I am Lydia. Are you? Because the Lydia I know wouldn't let a man touch her. And the Lydia I know wouldn't even eat pork because she's so religious. She won't even look a man in the eye because she's so religious or shake hands with a man. She certainly wouldn't make this weird devil sign on the floor and burn candles and talk about witchcraft. So who really are you? The Lydia you knew wished to feel free and alive and at home. What does that mean for you? Are you possessing her? She looks offended in a way. Is that what you want to call it? It's not what I want to call it. I'm trying to figure out what to call it. I just came here to see if Lydia was okay. And 
you got to admit, this is a bit of a curveball to hit a guy with. Well, is the wolf inside of you possessing you? At the mention of the wolf, the hand that's on her uh, doorframe grips it a little tighter to the point where his fingers are indenting the wood. And he goes, whatever you think you know, you should keep to yourself. I don't take kindly on people who speak out of turn. I apologize. I thought I... I found a kindred spirit to trust him. Are you trying to say that you are a wolf? No. Then how about you stop this game of cat and mouse and tell me the truth? And with that, he starts walking in the room and he slams her door shut behind him. (laughs) Is that lashing out physically? I didn't hit her. I just (laughs) slammed a door. (laughs) But the poor door, though. (laughs) She takes a few steps back. As you approach her, but she does not seem intimidated much. Sam himself doesn't realize he's being intimidating. He's just reacting. And in his mind, he's totally cool. But obviously, that's not what's happening externally. So he's going to take another step towards her and say, I want answers and I want them now. So you better start talking. Okay. What do you want to know? I want to know exactly who or what it is that you are, because there's a lot of people here whose lives are at stake, depending on that answer. Why? Who's, whose lives are at stake? As she asks that, immediately his mind goes to Kylie and he feels even more defensive. He says, there's an entire school of people here that don't know anything about me, and I'd like to keep it that way. And if there's something that you're doing that could, I don't know, accidentally have my name tied to it because someone could think I did it, I don't like that. The Beckingsale name does not like that. So I need to know what you are, since it's only fair that you apparently already know what I am. I'm a spirit of this land, of old magic, but my name is Lydia. So I was right. You are possessing the body of the person that we all know as Lydia. Not exactly. My existence merged with hers. I don't exactly get out of here easily. Okay. What's your end game then? Why are you here? What are you doing in this school? You got the body. You can be anywhere you want. This is my home. I plan to live my life, go to school, pretty much the same thing that you are doing. And that involves staying out of people's way, correct? Again, I just thought maybe I have someone, you know, to trust him. And I felt you wanted to, well, defend me. I wanted to defend Lydia, the human who could have been drugged or abused in any way. This is a completely different scenario. How do I know that 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 spell or whatever the hell you're doing on the floor isn't aimed at me? How do I know I'm not going to wake up tomorrow bald with my teeth falling out of my skull? Well, why should I be doing that? Because to my knowledge, I'm the only one that knows what you are. Well, I mean, the witch here is trying to find it out. She's invading my privacy. What witch? There's no other witch here. Of course there is. There must be. Do you hear yourself? Do you know Do you know how random and slim of a chance it is that someone like you and someone like me exist in the same place at the same time? You want to throw in another witch? I believe it is that Kimberly or Morgana girl. Morgana. And he's going to take a second to pretend that he's really thinking hard on who she is. <laughs> the name rings a bell, but I can't say I know her. She looks at you with a straight face and says, liar. I hang out with a very select group of people, I'll have you know. All of them are per crust. 
don't you think it's a little bit beneath me to be hanging out with somebody who's playing around with sage and potion bottles, you know, like a little kid smacking the mud in their backyard when they're five? Oh, she's quite talented. Not as good as me, though. Let's say there is a witch. What is it that you want with another witch if you're so powerful and unbeatable? What does it matter that there could be someone else? Are you just looking for a friend? I would have, but she uh, started stalking me, so I'm not sure I want that. What I would like is you to protect me from her. I thought your magic was stronger than hers. Why do you suddenly need protection? Hmm, I don't know. You seem to be undecided on who to partner up with. This sounds like a whole lot of your fight with that person, not mine. I'm only here for my interests alone and the interests of a select few others. So I don't know what makes you think I'm here to partner up with you or her or really anybody else. I just want to make sure my secret stays secret. Okay. How much do you want that? And at that, Sam was calming down, but now he feels himself getting revved up again. And he balls his hands into fists at his side. And he just leans in really close to her face and says, I know you can't possibly be thinking about blackmailing me of all people. Yeah, I believe uh, it's time for a roll. And yeah, the suggestion in chat is good. I would say you're trying to shut her down. Eight. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you come across poorly. You choose one from the below and they give you a condition. So you can choose from they lose a string on you, which they don't have at this point. If they have no strings on you, you can gain one on them. You can give them a condition or you take one forward. I'd like a string on her. Okay. And she's going to give you the condition fragile. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to have to prove her wrong. Okay. So you're standing in front of her with like your fists by your side, getting pretty angry at this point and in her face. And she's like, okay, point taken. All I want from you is to promise that whatever the hell it is you've got with this other witch or with anybody else, it's not going to involve Kylie. Why would it? She has a habit of making friends with strays. Let's leave it at that. So regardless of where her allegiance may lie in all of this, you leave her out of it. She shrugs. I want to hear you say it. If she doesn't try to stalk me like the witch, I'm going to leave her out of it, whatever it is to you. Whatever Harry Potter magic show you've got planned. I don't want anything to happen to her. She's very special to me. Okay, dear. Now that I think of it, let's say I did join your side. And that involves, of course, keeping my secret, as we know, which in turn I would keep your secret. What is it that you can do with all this magic crap? Well, I'm just trying to uncover all my potential, I guess. It's been a really long time, and much of it is still rooted to this to this land, I need to recover it. But yeah, I mean, if you feel like becoming a spirit of some plot of land, maybe I can work on that for you. But I'm not sure you want that. That's not what I meant. I'm thinking more of uh, removing someone from someone else's path. Is that something you can do? You have to be more specific. Well, let's say that there's somebody in the school that I don't particularly like talking to Kylie or myself for that matter. Could you take them out of the picture, so to speak? Make them fail out, 
make them lose interest, anything of that nature? Probably. In that case, Lydia, we'll keep in touch. I'll think on this. There's a lot on, you know, it's a lot on the line. And uh, it's not just my best interest I'm looking out for. I'm always uh, looking out for Kylie, too. So for now, this is a truce. I won't tell anyone about you if you don't tell anyone about me. Oh, one more question. That mess in the woods. Was that you? She looks at you very straight and she says, yeah, I'm afraid so. Maybe next time do it off campus. It doesn't look good. Especially since I'm here. Okay, yeah, I can see that. All right, well, uh, and with that, he opens the door, takes a step back, so he's back in the doorway. It was really good talking to you, Lydia. Nice to see that, you know, you weren't harmed yesterday. Nice to see that, you know, Alessandro's shenanigans didn't get to you. And uh, we'll stay in touch. She gives you a really big smirk. He'll just look at her like she's completely weird and unhinged and say, right, have a great day. And the second uh, he turns around, he's walking back down the hallway. And as he again comes to Kylie's room, he takes a nice big inhale just to really reassure himself that she's fine. And when he's out of sight, he's going to whip out his phone, text the group chat and say, we need to meet off campus immediately. Both of you drop whatever the hell it is you're doing. Stop whatever you're doing. Meet me at the Starbucks. Do you like the supernatural setting in a modern world that Monster Heart brings? Our Changeling The Lost Game might be exactly what you are looking for for your next story. You'll discover what it means when you've been kidnapped by Faye, learn to live in a world that changed without you, and discover a big secret.